This is the Check It Out podcast. This is a part of a series uh, for the upcoming one book on World War Z and oral history of the zombie war. Uh, today we're going to talk about post-apocalyptic literature. I'm Troy Swanson. I'm Joe Chase. And I'm Joe Miller. And so post-apocalyptic literature is a popular genre of literature. So what is post-apocalyptic literature? Well, I would say that post-apocalyptic literature is anything that happens after a crisis. So you have kind of a world event, usually, something that destroys the way we think about the world, the way we interact with the world, and then how do people deal with it? So what are we doing? So whether that's a nuclear war or bioterrorism or a zombie apocalypse, it's all the stuff that happens immediately after the crisis or even decades, hundreds of years after the crisis. So what does the world look like in its new form? And, and so just to split hairs slightly, there, so there's a little difference between apocalyptic and post-apocalyptic. Yeah, right? right. Yeah, okay. So that apocalyptic would be that immediate crisis. So if the meteor hits, it's the apocalyptic <laughs> version would be the meteor hitting and people scattering. Oh, my God, there's and a meteor. Yeah. <laughs> right. Or, or the lead up to the meteor hitting, right. you know. And um, post-apocalyptic is, you remember that meteor 25 years ago? Man, that was bad. That really sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, how do we think about uh, World War Z in terms of this genre? You know, it's really interesting. I think World War Z, well, it's definitely post-apocalyptic, you know, but it's also, you know, it's telling the story after we've survived, which is really nice. So, it's not just the immediate aftermath. We're getting, we're getting the stories of the immediate aftermath of, of the zombie apocalypse, and we get kind of the apocalyptic tale, too. So there's mm -hmm. a story of the mm -hmm. zombie apocalypse as it's happening. And then we're lucky because we've survived it. And, you know, we've survived it, and we're going to put the world back together. And I think that makes it a much more hopeful post-apocalyptic novel. It's much right. less dystopian than, I think, a lot of yes. some of my favorites. we've dystopian. made it. Yeah, right. 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 Uh, I do think one place that World War Z connects is... You know, a, a big part of it is how do we come to terms with this awful thing that's happened, mm -hmm. right? And I yes. think that's a theme that runs through a lot of post-apocalyptic works. And how can we put the world back together in a different, better way? Um, yeah. So, and, and how do we deal with the trauma? And I think World War Z does a really good job of looking at the issue of PTSD and really mm -hmm. addressing mm -hmm. it in a way that's realistic and I think useful for us now um, instead of just meditations on like how horrible our lives are, um, <laughs> how, do we, how do we actually put it back together, yeah. which I think is interesting. Um, hey, Joe, what are some of your favorite uh, post-apocalyptic titles? Okay, now, off the top of my head, um, one of the ones I would say is Octavia Butler's Parable of the Sower, um, which is a really striking novel set in the, um, I think it's about 13 years from now, but it was written about 10 years ago. So right. the thing is that it, what, at the time, it was, it was about 20-some years ahead. Um, I Am Legend is certainly one yes. of the better-known ones. A lot, a lot of times, it, it, it's really this sort of like, almost like brand-new Adam and Eve story. That it's, it's, there's one man, one woman, and there's nothing else but chaos. And, and the thing with I Am Legend, when we say it now, mm -hmm. we think of the Will Smith movie, and the original novel from the 50s yeah. um, is really different from the movie. I had fun with the movie. The movie's good. But, but going back and reading the novel for itself is definitely um, worth it. Yeah. 
Oh, and then something else to think about. Uh, one of the other ones that's been immensely popular in the last couple of years is um, the Hunger Games is considered a post, post-apocalypse right. literature. That there has been a, it's a war, correct? And then the Hunger Games are just supposed to like simulate a sort of fake war experience. Um, and it, it's a little bit different because what we had found for, for many years, and that's probably why I, I, I go to Butler first, Octavia Butler, um, is that it was always the last man, okay? <laughs> and then he would find the last woman, okay? Whereas, <laughs> like, say, Octavia Butler and Suzanne Collins um, turned that around and created, like, um, female-centered protagonists, um, who were then, like, trying to make it in a world, you know, that was very threatening. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I think both of those really, really speak to gathering, you know, groups of people together, forming coalitions, you know, figuring out how to, you know, put the world back together, whereas, like, I Am Legend, it really is about survival. And I think mm-hmm. both of those things are, you know, come up a lot in post-apocalyptic fiction. And I think another notable thing about all of the ones we've mentioned so far is that usually the post-apocalypse or the apocalypse itself is something that we have created. It's Mm -hmm. something we have done to ourselves, whether it's the zombie virus, whether it is bioterrorism that has destroyed our Earth. Uh, Nuclear war, I think, was a huge focus of especially the 50s and 60s post-apocalyptic fiction. Um, I know, Troy, you'll want to talk about Chemical for Leibowitz, but that comes up. Um, <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. And uh, Day of the Trifids and Chrysalids by John Wyndham, two books I haven't read but come up in lists all the time, are really concerned about that Cold War in- impending invasion by the Russians and, you know, the end of the world as we know it because of nuclear war. Yeah, it, well, and I think it's probably worth noting because any of our lit faculty that are listening will, will want us to mention this, is that societies throughout history have had their post-apocalyptic and apocalyptic stories, right, stretching all the way back. So the fact that we have our own isn't really that novel, but the the topics that that we as modern um, humans have address the problems that we're most concerned with, which goes, I I mean, I I think we'd be um, in trouble if we didn't mention Cormac McCarthy's uh, The Road, which Mm -hmm. to me is, as it's told, like super simple, really good. Yeah, no, I mean, it's... I I think there's a lot of ways that these novels unfold, and they have, even though they deal with some awful stuff, also have different, you know, a lot of different themes and approaches and and views. So um, it definitely isn't this one kind of thing, for sure. Um, So why, why are we attracted to these kind of horrible stories? Getting ready for World War Z, I've listened to probably, I don't know, an eight or nine in a row and it's starting to uh, make me a little nutty I think but there's some heavy stuff but people still like them so why? I think they let us work out the stuff that's going on right now I mean that's that's the brilliant thing about science fiction is that in so many ways it is an extrapolation of whatever crisis we're kind of dealing with right now mm-hmm. um, just looking at my list of faves Oryx and Crake by Margaret Atwood oh, yeah. right. is, I mean, and then some of the others, um, I don't know if anyone's heard of Paolo, I'm going to brutal his, brutalize his name, his Bacigalupi, um, Wind Up Girl, both are, I think, brilliant examples of, like, how we're dealing with the change in, you know, with corporations taking over 
farming, you know, our environmental concerns, mm-hmm. global warming, and then the extrapolation of what, what happens if we don't take care of that and deal with that on some level. And so I think we, we love science fiction and we love post-apocalyptic stories because it lets us figure out, okay, what's the most horrible thing that could happen? How can we deal with it? And maybe it's a good lesson for us. All right, this, this is something we don't want to have happen. How can we, how can we stop it? Yeah, I agree. I, I, I think, you know, this is kind of the fun. The, the zombie aspect is always um, a fun addition to these stories. I think it takes it out of reality. And we would be in trouble if we didn't mention um, The Walking Dead. I know so many people are watching the, the TV show and also reading the graphic novels. Um, but I think it, it hits on a lot of these themes, right? Like, how are we rebuilding society? And how the world, in the zombies kind of make this more pronounced, the world itself becomes this character in a novel where it's, it's, you know, different than like a romance novel, right? Like where the, the main themes of the story are built around, you know, reality and connections and emotions. But this, this world becomes this thing you have to live in that is threatening and survival is really at, at heart and how do we work together mm-hmm. to make this happen. I, I think when we see something like World War Z or Walking Dead, the zombie aspect just enhances that, right? Enhances the survival reality. I was just watching an episode of The Walking Dead last night when they were driving down the highway, and I think this comes up in almost every post-apocalyptic movie or TV show or novel, is that you're, you're going down a highway, which is a super common thing that we do every single day, only in the post-apocalyptic world, it's no longer this easy way to get around. It's suddenly blockaded by cars or dead bodies, or it's just empty, where before you'd have tons of traffic. And I think it, post-apocalyptic novels just like change our perceptions of our everyday lives. So right. all the things yeah. that we take for granted like taking showers, you know, suddenly that becomes the most important, most immediate thing, and that's something that we just take for granted every day. Yeah, absolutely, day. yeah. Um, okay, so uh, this coming year, we're going to have a number of uh, events around World War Z, and we will be talking about post-apocalyptic literature. Uh, we will be playing, you can check this out, a fun game of World War M, our own zombie apocalypse at Moraine Valley. So visit our website yeah, to check that out. Um, any closing thoughts? Oh, no, we've covered that. <laughs> right. You know, it's the end of the world as we know it. Okay, so you can, you, can <laughs> you can get your copy of World War Z in the library or buy a copy at our bookstore. So uh, thank you. We hope you'll check it out. And check us out. Thank you. Bye-bye.